Hello guys and welcome back. Have I got something for you? I think this might be one of the best videos that I've ever made on um, First Man. Uh, it's pretty crazy. As you can see from the title, we're talking about the uh, men 27 and under. Well, it applies to all guys really, but that's just a catchy headline. Um, and it's just the way that men's lives end at 27 on average. And I'll explain why. And I, I looked through all these figures today and I was doing some research and Guys, honestly, this is blowing my fucking mind. I, I cannot believe what I'm seeing based on this data, and I'll explain it to you. So, I knew before that most sex, the most sex of a man's life is 27 years old. And I always wonder why it was 27, because I know that men peak at like 36, 37, or, or that's at least what we figured out from the data. And I know that men are most attractive around about 32, according to women. It's around about that age. I think it might have been 35 as well. Um... I think it might have been 35, but I, I believe that as a combination between wealth and everything, like every aspect of a man's life added up collectively, I personally believed that around about 36, 37 was a man's peak. Uh, so I always wondered why 10 years before a man is having more sex than ever. Um, you know, and then today I saw the statistic which changed everything, which was the average age that a man settles down is 28 years old. So it's not that men are at their peak at 27, they're having the most sex of their life, and then it drops off. You know, that number would be way fucking higher if people just stuck to their guns a lot longer instead of jumping, you know, jumping the gun as such and saying, okay, the first beautiful woman that comes along that finds me attractive, I'm gone. Because you know, this is what guys don't understand is the male advantage comes a lot later down the line. It comes... Like I said, in your 30s, when you're mid-30s or whatever, this is when you're at, you're, at, you're at your actual peak peak. And then it goes on for like another 10, 15 years if you maintain yourself. And so many guys are jumping the gun too early. And I'll tell you why. Because if they're getting the most sex of their life at 27, this is because most guys growing up are awkward. Like I said, the, the curve for women is like this. Born... 16, through the roof, perceived value, you know, um, and suddenly they start developing and just all these men just find them attractive and it's just crazy, whereas a man is like this, you just low value, low value, low value and then it just slowly rises and before, and, but you've got that gradual growth but before you know where you are as a man, around about in your mid-30s, if you work on it and you build it, you hit peak value which is way higher than what any woman can achieve just based on beauty and um this is clearly what's happening. So a lot of guys are raising up in value, raising up in value. They're getting to like 27 where they've obviously got more assets than they did in their early in their teens and early 20s. They've obviously got a better life, more money. They obviously look more like a man. Maybe they've been hitting the gym. And suddenly, you know, these women start sniffing around and they think, okay, this is a great potential partner. How old are you? 27. Perfect. This is the perfect age to have kids, etc. You know, have a mortgage, move in together, whatnot, get married. And they have this idea of like their dream husband. And a lot of these guys, they're not used to that. This is the problem, guys. You're, you're just getting going. It's like driving a car and getting up to like 90 miles per hour and then just hitting like a limiter and being like, fuck, that'll do. I won't go any quicker. You've still got like another 100 miles per hour beyond that, but you're not using it. Because so many guys are like, I've never been this fast before. Check out. This will do. This is fantastic. It's, it's like taking a deal early. 
Like if you've been broke all your life, it happens in the music industry and somebody like Sony comes along and says, we want to sign you on a one million pound contract, a one million dollar contract. Most people who, let's say you grew up in the hood and you're in the hip hop industry, you'd just be like, yeah, sure, million. Never seen money like that in my life. Whereas if you'd waited six months, maybe a year, the next deal might have been 12, 15, 20 million. You don't know what's coming. You know, if you had just handled yourself, it would have been way better. And that's what guys are doing. They're just copping out early. So I I just got this vision of guys that didn't get girls when they were younger, just getting that improved value, getting to around about 25, starting to get more women, 26 more women, 27. They feel like they're at their peak. They're getting a ton of women. You know, they're, they're, they're maybe the most attractive guy in the club at the time. And the first hot woman that comes along that they think is like a, a seven or an eight, maybe even higher, but usually a seven or an eight, they're just being like, yeah, damn, that's my dream girl. That's somebody I've always wanted to be with. Let's be in a relationship. And then when, it, when they're at 28, they're settled down. That's it. They're out of the game. They've settled down, you know. And I'm not talking just about attraction and relationships here. This, this goes so much deeper, but that sets it up, guys. And the next shit that you're about to hear is going to blow your mind. Okay, so most guys are having the most sex of their life at 27. They meet women because obviously, like I said, they have a higher value. So they're meeting more women. They meet a woman that they believe is way better than them because that's not what they're used to. By 28, bang, they're settled down. Okay, two years later, two years later, 30 years old, marriage is the that 30 is the average age for a man to get married 30 years old it was like 29.9 but i just said it was 30 i rounded it up but within two years if a man settles down after he's just about to enter his peak you know he's enjoying his first year of his peak he quits he cops out he gets in a relationship with maybe the first hot woman that he finds or the first hot woman that wants to have sex with him you don't, you, you blame them in hindsight but you don't blame them in a way because they've never had that before but he settles down two years later he's married Okay, so you've, you, now straight away you've just shackled yourself in one area of life. That's a real struggle. I'm going to break down the money in a minute. It's going to blow your mind. Two years later after getting married, the average guy at 32 years old gets a mortgage. So you've entered your peak at 27. You know, you settle down with a woman at 28. Four years later, you're married with a mortgage. That's a quick change. And what happens when you're married and you have a mortgage, guys, and you're living with a woman for a whole year? Babies. Baby number one at 33 years old. Come on down. So you've got a situation where you're at your peak at 27. You're just entering your peak. You're just experiencing this new life. And you're like, hmm, this is different. I'm getting all this attention, all these women, all this respect. I'm kind of, you know, moving into the alpha male position. And I quit. I just just cop out. I'm going to retire early. It's like a footballer or NFL player or a basketball player reaching 27 and everyone's like, they're in their peak now. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to retire, cancel my contract. I don't want to sign the next big contract that was going to be a five, six year one. Nah, it's fine. I, you know, I've made enough money. I'm out. It's like, no, no, no. This is the big time now. You're about to push up. But within, like I said, from 28 to 33, so within a five year spell, so within five years of settling down, Most men are married with a mortgage and they've got their first kid. And this is why I said as the title, guys, or I I might change it by the time I put this out, but 27 is a dangerous age for men. And like men who are 27 and under need to be ready and watch out. Or men who are around 27 who haven't done any of this yet need to be really careful because men's lives end at 27, in my opinion. Now, it's a five-year destruction. It's just a five-year destruction period from 27 to 33 or 28 to 33. Look at my maths. Um, 
But like I said, men peak at 36. Men peak at 36, 37 years old. 10 years before that, they're deciding to destroy their lives. They're not even at their peak yet. And this is why I think so many men get to, like, let's say, 35, 36, 37 and go and have affairs. Because they're like, okay, I'm married with a mortgage. I've got a kid. You know, I'm not, this isn't how I plan my life to go. You know, and suddenly, you know, they're looking at other women because other women are looking at them. They're in their peak. Maybe they didn't make it. Maybe, you know, because of all these things, their life went like that because they haven't got as much time or money, which we'll get to in a minute. It's going to blow your fucking mind. Um, you know, but may, if they kept their health up, if they kept themselves looking good, they might be 37 years old with good money, decent assets, etc. And they've worked themselves to the bone to provide that for their family, which is which is morally good you know it's not a bad thing and some people love that life it's a good life you know i'm not knocking anybody who wants to go down that route this isn't what i'm saying guys if you if you've always wanted to be a dad and get married and have a mortgage who am i to tell you otherwise go do it but i'm just saying to you watch out for these warning flags that will say these red flags that i'll tell you in a minute um you know but you could get to 37 36 37 and you've just done this five-year destruction period or a little bit more let's say you get to 34 and you've just done this five-year destruction period at the other side of it, you might be sat there and now there's women that are like nines and tens and they're coming up to you and they've got good personalities, good sense of humor. They're your real perfect woman now that you're older and you're like, shit, I'm tied down. I'm going to have to have an affair. I'm going to have to cheat. I'm going to have to leave my wife and kid. Like, this is what happens. I think this is why marriages are breaking so much because we're living long lives now and there's so many opportunities and options and I just think people are just copping out so early. They're just saying, oh, right, okay. My late 20s, you know, when I'm just about to hit my peak, when I'm just about to start my peak, I'm going to cop out and I'm going to, I'm going to take on three of the biggest bills in human history. And now we move over to the money. So the most sex of a man's life is at 27. He's enjoying his life. You know, he's got this whole world ahead of him. He can improve from there. He could grow. He could become an outlier male, as I've explained before. But then the average man settles down at 28. So from 28 to 30 is two years of dating, you'd imagine, okay, before they get married. Now, the average dating year costs around about £1,350, around about $1,700, I think, currently. Um, so for the average American, that's just over $3,000 in that two-year period that's going on just dating. For the average person in the UK, that's about, that's, that's close to 3000 as well. It's about £3,000, just shy, two six, two seven. I think it's two seven. Um, £2,700 going on dating over that two-year period. So that's your first cost, okay? That's 3000 basically going down the drain that you could have used for anything you wanted to do, start a business. The average cost to start a business is three to five. Not that hard. So then you decide to get married. Okay, decide to get married at 30 years old. Um, and by that point, the, the couple's probably renting as well at that point. So there's a lot of money going out there. Um, but you might be paying that yourself anyway. But you've got marriage at 30 years old. Now, the average marriage is $34,000, around about £28,000. That's a huge amount of money, guys. That is a huge amount of money. If you were to put $34,000 into a business idea, investments, um, you know, maybe you could buy a property and rent it out for that. Not in places like London, but a few places around the UK you could. And I definitely know you could get something in America, not currently with the with the coronavirus, but you know, at different times in America, you could have definitely got a home for that and rented it out and had a second income. You know, that's so that's gone on a marriage and a honeymoon, etc. 34,000. I know you don't have to have an expensive one, 
But I'm just saying this is the average, this, these are average figures. So the average guy is doing this at 30 years old um, because it's expected, which is fucking insane. Um, then we've got the average mortgage, which is around about 30 to 40,000. So let's say 35,000 UK and 35,000 US, it's about fair. Um, that's going on a house. So yeah, a lot of people think it's an asset. It's not, it's a liability unless you rent it out. So I always think your first two homes you should rent, you should buy to let. I don't think you should ever live in your first two homes. I think the third one you should live in because the first two pay for the third one. I think it's the only way to do it. Um, but that's 30 grand, 40, 35 grand that's come out of your bank account again. You know, so we're, we're looking at around, we're looking at close to 70,000 already that the average guy or just over 70,000 that the average guy has shelled out from 28 to 32 so that's four years of destruction right there here's where it gets scary guys and that's the average mortgage a lot of people have a more expensive one and then don't forget on top of that you've got probably average payments of seven eight hundred dollars per month in mortgage payments about 600 pound which is another cost um you know if you were a single man living on your own mgtow style you could live very cheaply because you're not going to worry about being in a flat share or something you know keeping your bills low but then we've got the first child at 33, just one year later. So you've basically used all your money up, if the average guy probably would. Uh, and then you're in a situation where this blows me away. To raise a child from birth to 18 years old, just one kid, just one child, apparently costs $284,000. So about 250,000 UK pounds. Guys, that's one child. The average family has about two children. So you're looking at like 500, well, just, just in that time frame, they might have two. That's the crazy thing. The average person probably has two. So you're probably looking at 500,000 roughly just on two kids. And kids aren't bad, you know, guys. Like, I'm not saying stay away from kids, never have kids. What I'm saying is do it later. Like, be selfish. Worry about yourself. We're living to like 80, 90 years old now. By the time us lot die, it might even be 100. It might even be more. We might be fucking cyborgs. So... Don't be in a rush to just add yourself to, the, to give yourself these bills. But I worked out that even with just one kid, it's roughly 400,000, which is about 22,000 per year, which is like the average wage. Um, I, think, I think in the US and the UK, it's not far off the average wage. I know in the UK, it's very, very close to the average wage full-time and part-time collectively. So every year you're throwing away a full-time wage, basically, if you go down that route from... Like I said, 28-year-old, settled down, marriage at 30, mortgage at 32, first child at 33. And you just have this five-year destruction period where you throw, you don't throw away, but you've made poor choices, in my opinion, too young, where you've got rid of about four or 500,000, which is like 22,000 per year. And if you had had a second kid in that period, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, that's over 18 years with the kids, so that's going to be divided over a longer period of time. But you set yourself up to lose that amount of money, if that makes sense. And if you have a second kid, like I said, guys, you're looking at like six, seven, you're looking at about 600,000 that you're not going to get your hands on, that you're going to just throw away in your lifetime over an 18-year period. Just from those five-year deci- that, that, those decisions, those destructive decisions in that five-year period. And um, here's where it becomes mind-blowing is that the average person earns around about 1.1 million in a lifetime. In America, I think it's about $1.3 million in a lifetime, 1.4. In the UK, it's about 1.1 million pounds in a lifetime. 
So as I said, guys, if you have one kid, you're roughly blowing 400,000 of your 1.1 million in your whole lifetime. So it's about, it's about a third. It's just over a third of what you're, you're going to earn in your entire life. Just over a third from those four simple decisions of settling down, getting married, getting a mortgage, having a kid. In that little five-year window that apparently men do on average, you're destroying just over a third of your lifetime income. You know, and if you have a second kid, you're looking at just over 50% of all the money you're ever going to earn in your lifetime. And then up to that point, before you get to like 27, you might as well, you might have already blown through 10% of everything you're ever going to earn. So you're probably left with like 30% of everything you're ever going to earn again that you're going to keep as in after tax, etc. for yourself. That's nothing. And, and you think about that, guys. Over an 18-year period from 28 to, oh, God, maths, panicking. What is it, 56? Um, or f- 46? Panic time, guys. I'm on the spot. I think it's 46. Um, so, dur- yeah, it is. so during that period, you know, at 46 years old, you could have invested 600000 selfishly into you, your business, your fitness, you know, assets, you know, imagine what position you'd be in before you hit 50 years old. Then you could settle down. You'd have everything in place to do so. You know, and not even in that 18-year period, guys. That could even be in a, that could even be in that five-year period. Like I said, in that five-year period, you're blowing around about 3,000 just to date this woman um, or man. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, there's a reason, well, I'll get to it now. There's a reason that gay guys are considered the most, uh, the wealthiest group of people on planet earth because gay guys weren't allowed to marry or adopt kids for a very long time so that group just grew grew and grew which i'm against i think the gay guys should be able to marry and adopt kids if they you know are suitable parents if they pass criteria as anybody should um but they were saving all of that money because they weren't allowed to do certain things which is crazy but they weren't allowed to do certain things so they were putting their assets and money other in other places or saving it they didn't have kids they didn't have, um, you know, they, they usually have a flamboyant wedding, as many of us know, but they wouldn't be doing the whole, um, mar- they wouldn't be, you know, they, they're doing weddings now, flamboyant weddings, but at the time they weren't allowed to marriage, they weren't having that £35,000 bill, and then with a the kid they weren't having that £284,000 bill or dollar bill um, over the period of 18 years. That's why they were the wealthiest group. And they're both men, which statistically are higher earners. So that's why they were making so much money. I think that's going to curtail off now and it's going to go back to about normal because all these laws have been changed. Um, But that just says a lot. That speaks volumes. But um, yeah, if we just look at it, guys. So we've got 3,000 for those first two years of dating that have gone. That could be to start a business. And then after those first two years, you're then forking out 34,000 roughly on a marriage the average guy is, which is, that's mind boggling. Okay. And this isn't to mention as well, guys, actually, I'll get to that in a second. Then you've got the mortgage at 32. So two years later, you're blowing another 30,000. So every single year you could be putting about 16,000 into a business every single year, 16,000 investment into a business or into some properties over that period of time. You know, you could have assets, a business, you could have a personal trainer for that kind of price. You could be in such a, you could do language lessons, you know, you could buy self-help books, everything, courses, whatever. You could be in one hell of a position. But then, like I said, you get the mortgage, around about 30,000 plus payments. 
And don't forget, guys, whenever you move into a new house, you're going to have extra bills on top of that. But you're also going to have those days where you go to Ikea. I don't know what you have in America, but you go to like Ikea and you pick up all the furniture with your wife and you go halves and you buy a new TV. And then, you know, you're buying the new sofa and you're buying all the cutlery, like the knives and the fork and the nice china plates, like all that shit comes with it. So that's not even, this isn't half, this isn't, it isn't even half the story. And then you've got to remember that that 1,350 per year to date, that continues when you're married. That continues when you're living together because that's obviously going to be dates and date nights and holidays and birthdays and Valentine's Day and Christmases and all this shit. It's still going to be the same price. So over that five-year period, we can add another like three, 4,000 to that number as well. It's just astronomical. So you're looking at just from the period of time and having your first child, you're going to go and buy cots. You're going to be going you know, and changing your car and buying all these gates and the baby clothes and the food, etc., now, obviously, that comes into the number of 284,000. But you just think there's so much money going on stuff that is, it's just not necessary. And I think from the age of, like, like I said, guys are just entering their peak at 27. They're having the most sex of their life. They're getting ready for this big, big you know, journey ahead of them. At 28, they settle down. They start burning through money. By 30, they've spent around about 40 grand. By 32, they've burnt through around about 80,000 of spare money. And then by about 33, before, like probably in the first year of having that child, they'll probably blow through about 18,000, just buying new stuff for the child, you know, buying clothes and cots and everything, you know, and just going excessive um, with everything that they have. It's, you're probably looking at 100 grand just gone down the drain during that five year period. That's, that's insane, guys. Like, how much money could you get put into a business? And then, like I said, you're at your peak at 36, but at 36, you've got a kid, you probably have a second one by then. If I search the average age of a second kid, I guarantee it says something like 35, 36 years old for most men. Well, you know, now you're looking at, like I said, 500,000 going out the door over the next 18 years, just from two children, which you've got to raise, you know, you can't pull the plug on them. But fuck me, half a million, like that could buy you two houses outright in small towns in, in the UK. You know, that could build you a business up to a level where you're making 20, 30 million a year where you've invested that money and now it's doing very, very well. And all I'm saying, guys, is that five year of destruction that starts at like 27, when you start getting that perceived value and you've, you've, because everybody's following first man is working on themselves. You wouldn't have found it if you didn't want to do that. You're going to attract women. You're going to attract, you know, you're going to attract men if you're gay you're going you're gonna to get this value where you're 27 years old, you're becoming the, the outlier male, you're becoming the alpha male. People are going to want to gravitate towards you. If you can just resist that dangerous five-year period that it seems, to, it seems to be from, or let's say six-year period from 27 to about 33, if you can just glide through that and just keep all that money to yourself and reinvest it, because they're great earning years for men. You know, a lot of men earn a lot of money from jobs in that period. Um... You know, if you can reinvest that, if you can get some homes, if you can get some assets, if you can make some good investments, if you can invest in your business, work on yourself, you're then going to get to like 34 years old and you're going to be so far ahead of every other man that even if even if at that point you then said, okay, I'm going to settle down, I'm going to have kids, I'm going to get a mortgage, etc. And now I'm going to do that life. That's still a million times better than the other route of just wasting all your money and having nothing for yourself. You know, you only get one life. Be selfish, use it for yourself, reinvest your own money, make sure you're okay. 
and then help you know the family that you want to build the others around you etc you know personally i would wait till i was like 40 mid 40s maybe closer to 50 to go down the whole i'll never get married but go down the whole kids route and maybe i'm I, i wouldn't never have a mortgage i want to buy a house outright i don't want to you know be paying massive bills every single month for something that is a liability i'd rather buy it outright and then you know maybe buy two or three rent two outright and then live in the third so that i have zero bills it's a smart way of doing it but you're never going to get there if you're just going to do that five or six years of destruction from like 28 to 33 years old where you end up like i said six hundred thousand collectively if you have two kids the average person only earns 1.1 million in their lifetime so over half of all the money you're ever going to earn in your life pretty much gets wrapped up in a five or six year period. Pretty much just goes out the door. You're just signing contracts left, right and center. You're signing your life away in that tiny little period. And it all starts at 27. And this is why 27 is the most dangerous age, age for men and why so many men's lives end at 27. So watch out, guys.